Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook for more information on upcoming podcasts, education, and Facebook fun. Welcome to the Zoo Nation podcast channel brought to you by Zupreme. Zupreme makes healthy food for pet birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, and ferrets. If you're listening today, your home has probably experienced the love and happiness of owning a non-traditional or exotic pet. We know it's a zoo in your home sometimes. Here's Dr. Lori now to help you learn more about the care of that special pet in your home. Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Hess, and I am Director of Pet Health and Nutrition at Zupreme, and you're listening to podcast number nine. Today, we're going to talk about food, what's going on in the pet food world, specifically in the bird food world. Now, you know that I see a lot of birds every day, and I'm often asked, what should my bird eat? Um, And I am a big proponent of pelleted diets. A lot of birds have been raised on seed and nuts, high fat items that we thought years and years ago were the appropriate thing to feed birds. We now know that these items are deficient in many, many nutrients, essential vitamins and minerals. Uh, And while birds can survive on them in captivity, and and they do for many years, they slowly develop a lot of nutrient deficiencies and health problems as a result of lacking these important nutrients in their diet. Um, One of them is vitamin A, which is completely deficient in seeds and nuts. Um, And vitamin A is really, really critical to birds' kidneys. So as they age, they often develop kidney problems like gout. Um, They often develop poor feathering and poor skin quality because vitamin A is really important to the feathers and skin. So while birds can eat seeds as a treat and nuts as a treat, we do not want those items to be the base of their diet. Um, I do think it's important that if you're getting a bird, a young bird, you start them out right. You know, we are what we eat. The same is true for pet birds. And um, we want to start them off on the right food, just the same way if you had a child, a human child, uh, a toddler learning to eat foods, you want to expose them to all kinds of foods so that they learn to eat the right things. Yes, you should expose your birds to uh, all kinds of produce, uh, vegetables and fruits, things like um, orange, red, and yellow vegetables and fruits, peppers, sweet potato, carrots, tomato, um, mango, cantaloupe, papaya. Those are all vitamin A enriched fruits and vegetables. And those are great. They should be limited to about a third of the diet. So uh, pellets should be making up about two thirds of your bird's diet. And you know, you can give seeds and nuts as a treat. I mean, birds do eat some seeds and nuts in the wild, but in the wild, they're supplementing their uh, seed and nut intake with things like berries and bugs as a source of protein, uh, a variety of different produce during different seasons. So their, their diets are much more balanced than just having seed or just nuts. There are some types of birds like macaws that 
that do need a higher fat in their diet and they do eat more nuts in the wild and it is fine for those birds to eat more nuts in captivity. But again, you just want to make sure that the base of their diet is pellets. And that's, again, something you want to start from the beginning. Birds don't often know that pellets are food. You know, we put them in front of them and hope that they're going to just try them. Um, But unfortunately, they don't often know that, you know, that's not a toy or something to look at. So birds definitely have different preferences for colors and shape and size. So when you're converting your birds to pellets, or if you're starting them on pellets for the first time, you know, if they're young, or if you have an older bird who's been eating a a poor diet for a while, like an all-seed diet, and you're trying to get them onto a pelleted diet, you do want to expose them to different kinds of pellets and see what they'll choose. I mean, that's a great way to see birds do like certain shapes, certain colors, certain size pellets, and all birds are different, just the same way people have preferences for food, so do birds. Um, If you go to our website, zupreme.com, you'll see that there are pellet conversion methods listed there, and those are great things to look at so that you can get an idea of what works best for your bird if you're trying to get him onto pellets. But just remember, again, pellets um, should be the base of the diet. Seeds can have a place as a, a treat, but they just shouldn't be the main component of your bird's diet. Now, I'm asked all the time, you know, can my birds eat from the table? And the answer is, yes, they can, with some caveats. Um, Birds in the wild are incredibly social animals. They fly around. They live in flocks of hundreds to thousands of birds in some instances. And feeding and foraging time for food is a very, very social occasion. Now, pet birds in our homes typically live, you know, with maybe one other bird or maybe they're the solo bird in the house. And their flock mates are really the human family members that take care of them. So the human family members serve that same flock function. And eating can be a huge social activity with the human family members. So if if you are uh, someone who takes a leisurely dinner, um, it's a great time to spend with your birds. Make it a social activity for them as well as it is for you. Um, Have a special place where your bird sits, not on the table. We don't want the bird on the table because obviously, you know, it's not sanitary for you to have them walking around on your plate. They have poop on their feet and all kinds of dirt and stuff, and you don't want that on your plate. At the same time, it's dangerous for them to be walking around the table. Um, There may be hot hot items on the food, liquids they can knock over or get burned, uh, or, or really cold items, ice cubes. So those are things we don't want the bird walking on the table. But having a little uh, tea stand or a perch near the table that your bird anticipates that he or she comes to at meal times, even if it's just one meal a day. I mean, typically people are home uh, having a more leisurely dinner. If you work during the daytime, maybe you work at night and maybe your leisurely meal is breakfast. I don't know what works for you and it may be different on the weekends. But setting up a routine where your bird knows that when he or she goes to that special perch, that special seat near the table, it's social time, eating time for them. And you want to save their favorite foods to a time that they can really savor them and enjoy them. And that can be a wonderful bonding experience for them. So having that place at the table, um, taking them directly from the cage, ideally at the same rough time every day, and, um, and sharing those meals can be a great, great way to bond with your bird, to get them to interact with the rest of your family members. You may be trying to introduce them to other families 
family members, new family members, friends who visit. Um, you can take a special food item that they don't get at any other time, and maybe it is a little nut or a little bit of seeds, and that's something that can be saved for uh, mealtime around the table. So as long as you do it right and you make it safe for your bird uh, in a place where there are no dogs and cats or other sort of predatory animals jumping around that could knock that bird off that perch or tea stand, then mealtime can be a great time to bond with your bird. You do want to make sure, though, that if you're sharing some human food items, um, something that you might be eating, that you don't use a utensil that's been in your mouth to touch that item going to your bird. Um, you know, we know we have all kinds of bacteria and yeast, other microbes in our mouth that humans have safely in their mouths that don't belong in a bird's mouth. Um, the types of organisms living in a bird mouth are very, very different. So you don't want to share food that's been near your mouth. You certainly don't want to do what birds do you know birds will chew up each other's food and as sort of a sexual display they'll regurgitate their food to their partners certainly we're not doing that but we don't want to share anything with our birds that's been near our mouths um, you can break off little bits of things before you've eaten them with clean utensils and share those bites of food as long as they're safe foods, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, what's safe and what's not, with your bird. Um, you want to make sure that uh, you're not feeding anything super, super hot or super cold. Um, birds can get injured. We see um, tongue burns, crop burns when food is ultra hot. It's come out of the microwave. So just be sure, you know, if you're not eating it super hot, your bird shouldn't be either. Um, I do get asked, you know, what is safe to feed our birds? Can they eat the same foods we do? And they basically can with a few exceptions. So things like um, avocado can be toxic to birds. Now, not all species of avocados are toxic to birds, but many, many are. And just it's better to be safe than sorry. So avoiding all avocados and avocado products, things like guacamole, other items made out of avocados for our pet birds is really a, a safe bet. Um, you know, there are many other safe things for your birds to eat. Other things you want to avoid are, are more obvious, things like chocolate, uh, caffeinated products like colas or coffee, teas, things like that. Um, all that caffeine and those chemicals in those items can actually accelerate heart rate and cause cardiac problems, among other things, in our pet birds. So we just want to avoid those altogether. We also want to avoid a lot of garlicky um, or onions, things like that, that have garlic and onions in them that would be super, super spicy and could injure a bird. While birds do like hot peppers, and there are many bird treats that have hot peppers in them, hot peppers can be a source of vitamin A, and that's fine for birds. We just want to avoid the garlic and the onions. Um, those are not things we want to offer to our pet birds. Certainly no alcohol for pet birds. The other thing about birds is that birds lack uh, the enzyme lactase, so they're lactose intolerant like some humans are. So while there are some birds that like to have milk or cheese or yogurt in their diet, Diet, uh, many of those things do have lactose in them. So uh, I would definitely try not to feed too much dairy product to a pet bird, a parrot, because they can't really digest it properly. They can get upset stomach and diarrhea. Um, so, you know, a little bit of cheese every now and again, a little bit of yogurt, the fermented types of dairy products have less lactose in them. But things like milk and ice cream, heavy cream, uh, those types of things do have lactose in them and they're not recommended for birds. 
Um, other things that we want to avoid are really salty or high fat items, things like, you know, a corn chip or a potato chip. While that may seem like a tiny item for us, if feeding a single corn chip to a small bird, if it has a lot of salt on it, um, it can really interfere with their salt and water balance. It can upset their kidney function. So if you're going to give a corn chip as a treat, you know, maybe a piece of a corn chip, ideally one that's unsalted, a piece of unsalted pretzel, something like that, that, that doesn't have a lot of salt. The same could be true for fat. Um, we, do, we know that uh, seeds and nuts have lots and lots of fat. There are plenty of fatty foods that we really shouldn't be eating ourselves, but that we don't want to offer to our pet birds. Um, high, high fat items, uh, not good for them, not good for us. Um, they can get high cholesterol and high triglycerides and clogged arteries and be predisposed to stroke and heart attack just as we can. So we want to avoid those high fat foods, fatty meats, things like that. Um, also, we don't want to be eating or feeding our pet birds um, uncooked items, things like raw egg, which can contain salmonella. We know that's not good for us. Um, we shouldn't be eating it. Our birds shouldn't be eating it. Um, they're just as susceptible to getting a bacterial infection from uncooked uh, egg products. The same is true of uncooked or poorly cooked meats. Um, those items can actually contain a lot of bacteria or parasites that birds are susceptible to just as we are. So if you're going to feed a little bit of meat, um, a little bit of cooked meat is fine. Lean cooked meat, chicken, turkey, that kind of thing. Um, but again, it should be cooked thoroughly so that there's no bacteria, no parasites, no problems with feeding those items. Uh, certainly the other things we want to think about is that, you know, uh, things like from the outside, we don't want to offer them berries or anything from an unknown plant that we're not sure is safe for them to eat. So unless you're really, really positive that it's, it's, it's a safe berry or a safe flower even, some birds eat flowers and there are some flowers that are safe, um, there are others that are not. So, you know, if you're not sure, then it's best to avoid the, those items. Um, you don't want to take in things like sticks from the wild and offer those things because those could have fungus or uh, bacteria on them or parasites and things like that that it's not safe for your bird to chew on. People do ask me if uh, feeding things like uh, chicken bones or other meat bones that birds love to crunch on are safe. And while it's nice that they have that ability to crunch, um, sometimes those bones can splinter in their mouths, get caught. Um, they can choke on them just as we can. They can get caught in their crops. They can puncture through their intestines if they swallow a splinter of bone whole. Plus the inside of that uh, bone has the marrow and that's often what birds love to chew on. But if the bone is not cooked thoroughly, then the inside of the bone, that marrow cavity, can contain bacteria just like raw meat that's not safe for them to eat. So given the choice, I would say skip the raw bones. You know, there are other safer toys and, and items for them to chew on. Um, some of the vegetables are really, really hard and crunchy, and, and those are much safer. And when we're talking about vegetables and fruits, we know that eating raw vegetables and raw fruit um, is generally safer for us in terms of like making sure we get all those delicious nutrients. Um, cooking vegetables and fruits can cook out some of those nutrients. And so we want to um, ideally feed as much raw produce as we can. 
Um, birds don't need to have things cooked in the same way. They have that sharp beak and they often enjoy crunching on raw fruits and vegetables. Even things like sweet potato. Sweet potato is a great source of vitamin A. Vitamin A is such an essential nutrient in birds' bodies for their healthy kidneys and skin, feathers, eyes, all of their organ systems. So um, you don't have to cook a sweet potato. I know that sounds kind of weird for us because we wouldn't sit down and munch on a, a raw sweet potato or raw yam, but that can be great for birds to chew on. The other thing I'm asked often is, um, you know, do I have to feed organic produce to my birds? Um, well, again, it's nice if you can. I mean, certainly there are some thin-skinned fruits and vegetables, things like berries and grapes, um, apples, those kind of things that can absorb uh, pesticides if they're not grown organically. So if you can uh, afford to offer your birds uh, organic fruits and vegetables, if you're getting those for your family, that's great. There are some items it's less of a concern, things that have a heavy skin, particularly if you're not feeding that skin to your bird. Um, something like a banana, for example. You peel the outside of the banana off and you don't offer that to your bird. So I wouldn't be overly concerned about feeding organic in that circumstance. So the rule of thumb, again, if you're not going to eat it, if it seems like an odd food, then your bird's probably not going to eat it either. And if it's questionable in any way, be safe than sorry, you know, better to be safe than sorry. So just avoid that and certainly ask your veterinarian if you have any questions. Um, those are the things that are toxic to birds. You know, what, what can be good for your birds? Treats that your bird will love. Uh, you know, we all love to have a little bit of crackers, a little bit of, uh, like I said, a chip or something like that. Those should be really, really occasional treats for your bird. Birds can become obese. They uh, are subject to developing arthritis, heart disease, stroke, all of those things, particularly when they're not exercising like birds are in the wild when they're flying around. Around. So if your bird is in his cage a lot, you know, a small amount of food can go a long way. So save those treats for social times for bonding, maybe when your bird is at the table with you. Um, things like blueberries or strawberries are really special items that you might not have all the time in your home. Those can be terrific treats for your birds. Uh, and that's something that, you know, again, offering your bird a small amount of something delicious, even a nut, a piece of walnut, for example, is high in omega fatty acids. Those are free radical scavenging uh, items, meaning that free radicals are the, the toxic components that build up in our bodies that damage our tissues and our organs. And some foods like walnuts, um, cooked fish, for example, those have a, a, a great uh, free radical scavenging property with those omega fatty acids, and they're very healthy for your bird, uh, just as they are for us. So those are, are safe things you can feed your birds. Remember that uh, bonding with your bird, doing that over food is a great way to get your bird to come out of his cage, look forward to being with you. Um, it can be a great way to introduce new family members, new friends, new, new people in the house household by making them the giver of that special food that your bird only gets when he or she comes out of the cage. The key though is to stick to that pellet-based diet, being sure then that your bird is getting everything he or she needs with those pellets so that you can let them enjoy uh, the rest of their diet, you know, things that they like to eat and have variety. So making sure that about two-thirds of the diet is pellet-based. And again, you can go to our website, uh, zupreme.com, and see ways that you can convert your birds to pellets. Talk to your veterinarian and do it right from the beginning, you know, start them out right. Once they have a pellet-based diet, you do have 
have a little leeway in that other third of the diet to give them things that they really love, um, but focusing on fresh produce, lean cooked meats, that type of thing. Um, birds in the wild are grainivores, so they do eat a lot of carbohydrate. It's fine for them to eat some carbohydrates. You just want to avoid, again, we said those super high fatty, salty items, and even super high sugary items, things like candy, where there's really no nutrient uh, benefit at all. Um, I hope that this helps answer some questions for you. Just remember that um, throughout each of these episodes, um, you can follow our Zupreme Facebook page where you'll have posts before every show where you can actually ask questions for me to answer, whether it's about food or, or other things related to your bird behavior, for example, um, things that you might come up in your daily life that you might want some advice on. You can also see sneak peeks there on our Facebook page uh, to episodes you might have missed there. So check out the Facebook page. And if you do have any questions, feel free to contact us at 1-800-345-4767 or at customercare at zupreme.com. This is Dr. Lori Hess, and thank you so much for listening to Zoo Nation. Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Supreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. 